This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Right Seating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. Early voting is set to begin this Thursday, the 23rd, for the consolidated election on April 4th. Danville residents who want to vote early will cast their votes at the Danville Board of Election Commissioner's Office, located in the basement of the Joseph G. Cannon Building at 201 North Vermilion. Residents living outside Danville but within Vermilion County who wish to vote early will be able to cast their votes at the Vermilion County Clerk's Vote Center, located on the first floor of the Cannon Building. Now, meanwhile, after the April 4th election, there will still be a need to fill a two-year unexpired term on the Danville District 118 School Board. Originally, there were going to be three District 118 board positions up for election this time. Johnny Carey's position, who is retiring and not running again, Pastor Thomas Miller's position, who did file to run again, and Bill Dobble's position, who resigned in the fall of 2021. The new twist came when Lon Henderson also resigned at that time. He was in the first half of a four-year term, meaning any replacement would need to run again in the 2023 election for the second half of the term. The problem is that replacement board members Christopher Easton and Elder Tyson Parks, along with incumbent Pastor Miller and challengers Alice Payne, Tierra Brown, and Kimberly Corley, all filed to run for four-year terms on the District 118 board. The county clerk's office has confirmed with Newhoff Media that no one filed to run for the remaining two-year term. This means that the top three vote-getters on the list of six will be elected to the four-year terms, and the two-year term will remain empty and need to be appointed. Speaking recently with Newhoff Media, Lon Henderson raised the question, quote, shouldn't the community get to decide who fills the remainder of my term, end quote. Therefore, Newhoff Media has put out a question to District 118 on if the person who finishes with the fourth highest vote total will be appointed to the remaining two-year term. A decision on whether Illinois' Pre-Trial Fairness Act that ends cash bail is constitutional is getting closer, with states' attorneys responding to the Pritzker administration's appeal to the Illinois Supreme Court States' attorneys from across the state filed their brief this past Friday. They asked that the court uphold the Kankakee County judge's ruling that the Safety Act's no-cash bail violated the state constitution. The state's reply brief is due by February 27th. The Illinois Supreme Court hears the case sometime in March. Republican State Rep. Patrick Windhorst opposes ending cash bail. While we await a final decision on the full Im- implementation of the Pretrial Safety Act portion of the Pretrial Fairness Act portion of the Safety Act, legislatures should be working together to bring forward constitutional solutions aimed at improving our justice system and improving public safety. In late December, a Kankakee County judge ruled that the law is unconstitutional. Just before the measure was to take effect January 1st, the Illinois Supreme Court issued a stay pending appeal. A ruling isn't expected for months. Getting back to school board issues on a statewide basis, some see a measure at the state house as a threat to democracy. 
by allowing undocumented residents in Illinois to vote in school board elections. Democratic State Senator Selena Villanueva says that her measure is an extension of a bill that already allows for undocumented residents to vote on local school councils in Chicago. She said this needs to be expanded across the state because these families have children in public schools where they pay taxes. This gives people an opportunity to be able to have a voice in, especially in their children's education. Republican State Senator Terry Bryant said she's willing to have a conversation about finding pathways to citizenship so people can be enfranchised to vote as legal citizens, but she said Villanueva's bill goes too far. People are worried about things like Chinese balloons and so forth, right? So uh, why, how, why wouldn't it be possible for someone to infiltrate our electoral system if they're not a citizen? Uh, so, um, no, that is a right that is afforded to American citizens. Villanueva's bill has been assigned to the Senate Executive Committee. State legislators did return to Springfield at the state capitol today. From the Vermilion County First... Dot com News Studios. I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.